0: Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. I'm sure police officers who respond to domestic violence calls after asking what happened will hear one of those involved say, it was all a big misunderstanding, which is, of course, fabrication. But in this instance, from a city in the Mexican state of Sonoro, it really was. Police called to the home shared by husband Juan and wife Leonora after wife reportedly found on the husband's cell phone several photos of him with a much younger woman. Ford say the woman then went into a jealous rage, stabbing her husband several times but not causing serious injury. It was only after he was able to take the knife away was the husband able to explain and closer inspection revealed what he was saying to be true. The photos on the man's phone were of the same couple, husband and wife, back years ago when they were dating. Apparently, the husband had aged quite well, but the wife, not so much, because she did not recognize herself in the pictures. How (laughs)
1: embarrassing would that be, Cliff? You can't recognize yourself. No kidding. Uh (laughs) Wow. That's going to be hard to explain when she gets out of jail and comes home. (laughs) I mean, it's it's like...
0: exactly right. Yeah. (laughs) be
1: some uncomfortable sleeping in that house. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> I
0: mean, there are several different types of testing now available to detect the presence of COVID-19 in a person's system. And they boil down to two basic tests in the lab. First, it's a blood test to determine the presence of antibodies. And then there's a couple of other lab tests where they're looking for the virus another way, with both of those starting from a sample collected through, traditionally, the nose. Well, it feels a whole lot like having someone drilling a hole in your brain. Collecting that sample has proven problematic at times because researchers say for some reason the coronavirus has gone from the upper respiratory area after three to five days, but it remains in other areas of the body, thus making the test a false negative. But scientists in the country of China have figured out a way to improve the accuracy and thus reduce the false negatives after they've figured out where the virus lives the longest. So instead of swift sticking the swab up your nose, they're now suggesting that they stick the thing up your backside. Other doctors, though, saying the anal swab is too controversial and, at the very least, not as convenient
1: as giving the test from the top down. I wouldn't think it would be convenient at all, Cliff. (laughs) And what did you say it feels like in your head? Uh, If you have the
0: test through your nose, it feels like someone's drilling a hole in your brain. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Have you not had
1: that? No. (laughs) You've not had a test. I haven't had a test. No. Why would I have a test? I don't know. Have you? You you might have been. I've actually had a test, yes. And it felt like that to you? It felt
0: like someone was drilling a hole up into my brain.
1: So would you have preferred the other method?
0: (laughs) No. I'll I'll take the hole in my brain any day.
1: Okay. I'm just asking.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hard to do that out of a car
1: window, too. (laughs) Well... (laughs) Yeah, you have to be pretty flexible to do it. Here's Dirk's Bentley on the Morning Road Show. This story's a little bit different, Cliff. What's Perhaps that? you saw it and read about it in Bulgaria. A priest yeah. was there. He was arrested by the undercover police mm-hmm. because he was selling marijuana to the parishioners at different times during the day. <laughs> the priest? Yes. <laughs> Okay. And I think they captured him and caught on to what he was doing, Cliff. When the police yeah. kept hearing the church bells ringing out Willie Nelson songs, and they're like, "That's <laughs> not quite right. That shouldn't be a Willie song." And good radio would dictate we play Willie right now, wouldn't it? It, it would. Yes. Yes. Yep. Here's Faith Hill
0: with this kiss.
1: <laughs> well, today is National Bubble Wrap Appreciation Day. Oh, really? It is. I had no idea. Well, I think most people, Cliff, know that uh, bubble wrap was actually invented as a type of wallpaper. That's what they uh, came up (laughs) with. Oh, yes, that's true. (laughs) I I had no idea. Really? I thought everyone knew that. Yeah, 1957, Mm -hmm. they wanted something different. And surprise, surprise, nobody wanted that on their walls in their house. So they came up with wrapping things in it to keep it protected. Now, the thing that I found interesting, Cliff... This day was actually started 19 years ago by a radio station DJ Mm -hmm. in Bloomington, Indiana, who said on WVNI Mm -hmm. that their microphone came wrapped up in a bunch of bubble wrap and he started popping it on the air. And he announced that it was Bubble Wrap Appreciation Day, and it just kind of <laughs> caught on. And <laughs> it just went from there. Yes, that's pretty cool, though. You start your own little uh, appreciation day. Yeah. You know, Cliff, how you uh, can get some things stuck in your head, and you can't get them out, and you just kind of think of it every time you see it? <laughs> yeah. I'm that way with wine anymore. With what? Wine. Wine? Yes. I'm about wine? I'm not a wine drinker at all. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, uh, well, you know our friends in St. Wendell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're known, you know, some folks around that part of the country are known for uh, making a little bit of wine at their house. Yes. And I remember a couple of years ago when we were down there, maybe three years ago, we were down there and I was asking foolishly during the remote, Mm -hmm. some questions off the air about (laughs) wine Mm -hmm. and what you look for and all of that. And uh, one of the members, I'm not going to say the name, but he said, you need to look At the clarity of the liquid whenever you uh, get some wine. (laughs) Okay. And that makes sense. You want to be able to basically see pretty well through the wine. And he also said, be sure there's not a tooth floating in it. And I'm like, what? (laughs) A tooth? (laughs) Do you guys have problems with teeth floating in your wine? He goes, occasionally. I'm like, now when I see wine at a grocery store... I see that bottle there, Cliff. You (laughs) You know what I'm looking for. You're looking for a tooth. (laughs) Yes, I don't even care if I can see through it. I just don't want to see a tooth floating in there.
0: Today's edition of People Will Steal Anything, Anytime, and Anywhere takes us to the English town of Leicestershire, where a homeowner has appealed to the public for the return of things taken from her home earlier this month. It seems as though burglars broke into the home of Michelle Johnson while she was gone and had their way with the place. The woman is now up the reward Information leading to the arrest and conviction of those responsible, and for the return of the items, which include jewelry, power tools, cash, and her pet crow named Eddie. <laughs> they stole the woman's crow.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't want one of those loud things myself. No, <laughs> no.
0: I'm surprised they just haven't given it back.
1: <laughs> Cliff, I am. Um, I got to ask you about this COVID test you took. You okay. mentioned it earlier. Yeah. You said they shoved it way up near your brain or somewhere yeah. close to it. <laughs> yeah. Did it make
0: you sneeze? No, I, I don't believe so. Um, it, it's it been a while. I mean, it was back in the spring. I felt, you know, like I was under the weather, so I just went to get tested. It didn't feel like I was going to sneeze, but it felt like they rubbed it around hard enough that it left a callus in the back of my <laughs> nose. <laughs> How long it in your nose for? Just like maybe 10 seconds. They're just like... Twisting it around to get, you know, fluid. Although now I hear frequently they just give you the swab and say, "Stick that dude back there yourself."
1: Well, I don't know if I could do that myself.
0: <laughs> and they want you to do both nostrils.
1: Did you have to do both?
0: No, th- no, they just did one. Oh,
1: I don't know if I could yeah. do that. <laughs> could you do that? Could you stick yourself in the I'd, I'd nose like hard. that? I think I'd, I think I'd rather. If I'm going to have
0: something stuck in me in that manner, I think I'd rather have someone do it. Someone else can stick it in there for me.
1: I think so, too. And uh, I would just presume you, Cliff, if I have to have it done, put that sucker on a drill so it doesn't have to be in there very long. You know, (laughs) get you a (laughs) Black & Decker battery-powered one and just... (laughs) 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 And our talk about uh, your COVID test from back in the spring, Cliff. Yeah. That is, uh, well, that brought in this call a few minutes ago. Okay, sure, go ahead. Hey, and Cliff. Uh, Yeah, this is Keith. Uh, I've had that COVID test so many times, I'm getting to where I'm starting to enjoy the feeling. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Perhaps, Keith, the next time he should switch to the Chinese way of doing it, Cliff, you talked about earlier. One where
0: they go up your backside. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's Waiting on Five, Chris Jansen here on The Morning Road Show. And I think a great take it to the bank, Cliff, would be how that guy never sounds the same on any two songs he's ever sang in his life. If, if we only knew the answer to that. It's like a magic act <laughs> he's got going on. You yeah. Get, be at a concert of his and close your eyes and think somebody uh-huh. else is singing in the it's next like song.
0: Who's, who's on stage now? I know.
1: <laughs> but our take it to the bank today, Cliff, involves yep. The Flintstones, one of my favorite all-time cartoons. Okay. They started in 1960, and it's hard to believe now, Cliff, in this mm-hmm. day and age, but for their first two years, they were on the air. Their main sponsor was Winston Cigarettes. <laughs> and the commercials, Cliff, yeah. had each and every one of the characters on the show, the adults, smoking Winston <laughs> Cigarettes and telling you how good they were. Is that not amazing that so, they would have that?
0: <laughs> so it was like Fred and Wilma sitting around. Smoking it up with some Winston cigarettes. Yes.
1: And Fred and Barney uh, relaxing in the backyard, trying to hide from their wives who were doing work, and they were on a smoke break (laughs) and telling you how great the uh, smoke was and all the special features. That is really strange anymore. But all of that you can take straight to the bank. Cliff, was there anything said today?
0: Phrases of the day start with number three. You don't want to see a tooth floating in there. (laughs) That's one of the things you look for. In fact, it's probably the first thing when you're looking for a good bottle of wine. (laughs)
1: It's the thing I look for anymore.
0: Apparently. Yes. (laughs) Number two, someone else can stick it in there for me. (laughs) That's a good thing for many things in life, from a colonoscopy on down to a coronavirus. (laughs) Yes, no kidding. (laughs) The number one morning roadshow phrase for today. I've had that COVID test so many times. I enjoyed the feeling. That's not you saying that, though. (laughs) No, I didn't say that. I've had it once, and it was unpleasant.
1: Yes, that's Keith saying that. That's one of our callers, yes. Yes.
0: If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to WeedandCliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.